guys, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Heike Adulting. It's your host Jada, and we're going solo today, baby. Uh, happy Tuesday. It is the 7th for you guys, if you guys are listening today, or the day that I drop. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Let's get into it. I feel like whenever I do solo episodes... We just kind of we just kind of have fun. We just kind of sense the vibe and we just keep going and hopefully we don't go too off course, but I have kind of a direction I want to go in for this episode. It's kind of catered to the book that I just finished reading for book club. I'm first of all so proud of myself. I read two books in the month of January. And yeah, that might not sound like a lot for you pro expert readers out there, but it's a lot for me. So <laughs> the fact that I even allocated time to do that is just crazy so i'm so proud of myself and those two books were really really amazing the first book that i read was when breath becomes air and that was just absolutely phenomenal i mean it was so so beautiful a very dark kind of way to start 2023 but it's not that dark all the messages that kind of encompass his journey and him being diagnosed with um stage four lung cancer it it's just one of those books that you just kind of have to read and then you kind of feel the vibe of it but i just love how he was able to just tie the the connection between literature and science and faith and everything like together into a book and him passing like it's just kind of crazy that's not a spoiler by the way he literally mentions it in the prologue that like he passes so yeah that was a very interesting book to read starting off 2023 but it gave me some motivation of just like enjoying life for what it is and for the cards that were handed just enjoying life for what we have because when you were faced with your own mortality and being given almost like a date that you're going to expire that's sooner than everybody else it becomes more of a question of like what do you want to do with your time while you're here and for all of you who are listening who are fairly young and even even my peeps who are older like we still have quote-unquote time but we don't know how much time so it's really really important to keep reflecting on what makes on Marie Kondo and what sparks joy in your life and really following with those callings because everything that kind of aligns with those thoughts and your your innermost needs are what's going to really be what drives you to do great things in this lifetime so that book was amazing and the second book that I read and just finished yesterday was The Mountain Is You and that book i have my thoughts i'm going to centralize a lot of my thoughts on this podcast episode around that book because it is a book about self-sabotage and here's the thing i chose the book to read for book club because i i wanted some kind of self-help book and i've heard really really great reviews about it i did see mixed reviews on it and i think that the mixed reviews were valid so i kind of wanted to see what i could take from this book on my own and to my surprise obviously again all advice is not going to work for you and i just posted a tiktok today actually talking about how we're just forced with so much advice in our lives um left and right there's always people talking about their experiences on tiktok and just kind of going to like falling into extremes of what they believe in and to a certain point i think that you should believe in things that you believe in and strongly believe in them but at the same time i believe that if you don't have leeway to accept other ideas and other opinions you're just kind of stuck in your own ways you're not really able to consume other people's ideas and opinions so when it comes to advice i i I always say like yes your for you page is like catered to you but it's very important to listen to your body and your mind and what's going on in your heart 
in order to make decisions because it's so easy to just consume random advice on tiktok that you don't even know the person you don't know their life experiences you don't know anything quite frankly and you're listening to advice about relationships or finances or how to do this with friends or whatever and it's just like they don't know as much as you don't know like we're all humans trying to explore this earth and uh, all advice to me is on the table give and take you know and I feel like that's what you guys should also take from my episodes from any kind of content that you choose to consume because it's important to really listen to yourself and your individual needs because you are an individual and I feel like we fail to forget that we are one person and there's not some clone of you out there unless you're a twin but even then you're not the same person like you know what I'm saying like you have such individual experiences and you should be treating your circumstances in that way and yes it's good to listen to statistics of other people and how people have done things and whatever but at the same time everyone's journey is so different and I feel like a lot of you guys who are creatives which a lot of you guys are we struggle with like trying to figure out the right way to do something when there's really not a right way to do literally anything it's all based on how you feel you should best approach a situation and I think that that should apply more so I want to I want to challenge you guys to listen to yourselves more and to really dive deep with what's going on in your soul and like what what is calling you you know what's calling you to do the daily tasks that you are doing is the work that you're doing right now feeling aligned spiritually with the things that you believe does it align with your values do the people in your life that are surrounding you right now align with your goals and things that you want to accomplish and all of that stuff because i'm telling you you'll just be so much more of a happier person and more of a person with a sense of direction because i feel like sometimes we we lose direction easily when things aren't defined and that's one thing that i've been working on personally in my life is finding wise and brianna talks about this in the mountain is you about how when we feel this like directionless empty pit feeling of just like kind of not knowing where to go and just kind of feeling empty we tend to self-sabotage by staying in that comfortability because it is comfortable but we have to remind ourselves that it is because we want to protect ourselves she goes on to explain how self-sabotage isn't something that we choose to do to ourselves self-sabotage meaning like scrolling talking to exes when you know that you shouldn't because it's not good for you um unhealthy eating whatever whatever it is that you personally do in your life to self-sabotage knowing that and understanding that you're quote-unquote self-sabotaging because your brain is wired to protect yourself is something that is so important to remember and that is one thing that I have to tell myself it's like you, like remind myself that it's okay to do these things just know that the first step to realizing that you're self-sabotaging is being self-aware and if you're self-aware to know the things that you're doing to self-sabotage that's that's good you're you're already halfway there and honestly we're not perfect human beings we we love to cling to what feels comfortable and sometimes it's not for the best um but sometimes it takes just stepping into a little bit of uncomfortability and making a decision that ultimately changes your life for the long run and it's funny because a lot of the things that she was saying kind of mirrored atomic habits if you guys read atomic habits by james clear talks in one chapter about micro shifts and the concept that whenever you have this big main idea like this big spark of energy to do something or something like that like it's not going to be one big great idea that you have one day that's going to change your entire life 
your life starts to change when you constantly make decisions every hour of every day on what's best for you. Your life changes with the micro shifts that you choose to make in every hour of each day and ultimately that'll start to compound and create the life that you want and I find that so important because I feel like sometimes we just think that you know a a switch is going to flip and everything's going to change for the greater good and in some in some aspect yes maybe you get your dream job maybe you get this maybe you get that maybe you get the perfect relationship whatever but the the problem is that those things won't stay in your life and you will not be satisfied with those things in your life if you haven't fixed the core principles of like why you do things and why and how you self-sabotage and all of that stuff because I remember a quote she said uh, about like how more money isn't going to fix money problems a new relationship isn't going to fix relationship problems so you need to have life principles that you follow by in order to move forward and I found that so and I found that so nice because I feel like a lot of this book was very digestible and she made it very very easy to like to see the problem provide a solution versus a lot of books sometimes it's like okay thanks for telling me how did I get there but at the same time I also believe that this book was very very instagrammable that's what a lot of the mixed reviews were saying about like how this book just kind of felt like it was just a summarization of just a lot of motivational quotes and speaking and whatever and just kind of mishmash and spish splash whatever (laughs) and to a certain extent I do believe that but sometimes you kind of need those easy ass like motivational quotes in order to digest it and move forward you know what i'm saying like sometimes you don't need the complex whatever so sometimes it's refreshing to hear the repetitive this is how you feel this is what it is this is what it means in order to like make change because the less complicated the better in my opinion so yeah there were parts of this book where I felt it was just heavily repeating stuff that she had already mentioned in other chapters, but hearing it repeated in a way that gives you direction was kind of nice, in my opinion. But there were also parts of this book where I feel like it just didn't resonate as much. Like, going through chronic illness, I genuinely had to sit back and take this book with a grain of salt because it's so easy to, to hear from, you know, some writer and, like, not trying to put down Brianna at all like if anything this book was great I just think that you know like I go going back to the whole individual experiences thing you really need to take all of the advice that you listen to with a grain of salt acknowledge how it applies to your life and move on in a way that feels productive to you I feel like if you just take everyone's advice for face value and just apply it to your life you're just applying random principles that you don't even know if they mean anything to you you know what I'm saying so I feel like this book really opened my eyes which was which was really really nice and I'm gonna read you guys some of my notes that I wrote uh in my notes section (laughs) um because I feel like I just took some really really good notes in in this book I was able to look at some of the self-sabotage like habits that she that she listed in the book and like I wrote down the ones that kind of applied to me and I just want to be candid about like kind of the the struggles that I'm experiencing and see if any of this relates to you guys for me I I tend to find myself uprooting and she considers uprooting like kind of jumping to thing to thing to thing so that you are able to feel kind of like a fresh start and I notice myself doing that more often than I would like to admit but I think especially even before TSW I feel like I just didn't really have a sense of what I was doing like yes I was auditioning yes I was making content all of that stuff but it was not really for this greater 
why and like why I'm kind of doing the stuff that I'm doing like yes I want to inspire yes I want to make great content that I feel good about but I just didn't really know what I was doing (laughs) and now still creating content but creating content that like means something to me but also juggling all my work endeavors that I'm that I'm pursuing right now it's kind of hard to talk to a person like me who's so multifaceted and does literally everything and kind of justify why I'm doing everything so this year I'm trying to get pretty clear on what I'm doing so that I can stop the whole uprooting uh habit of me just kind of picking up and leaving and trying something new which I love trying new things so fun but kind of sticking through things and really just pushing through because at the end of the day it comes down to consistency and really just like compounding on an idea that you've had yes it can change and ebb and flow in the future but like just kind of sticking with that because I feel like sometimes I try and jump into so many ponds so that it can feel like a fresh new start but it's really me just abandoning another idea when things get uncomfortable so um yeah and a lot of her notes were just about how we tend to we tend to just run away from things that make us feel uncomfortable whether if it's our own feelings whether if it's um relationships and confrontation when it comes to co-workers or whatever like whatever you choose to kind of run away from and and start to do your self-sabotaging habit (laughs) with is usually because it's in avoidance to something that just does not feel comfortable and I really had to sit with myself and be like Jada what are the things that make you uncomfortable and I noticed that usually Oh, it's funny enough. This is what I wrote verbatim. I said, I can see that as I heal, I've already started to throw myself into big endeavors. Hikey <laughs> Adulting, the brand and the podcast, book club, Boulevard & Co., wanting to be more consistent on YouTube, TikTok, make money, etc. I usually have a good week or two of consistency before it slips up and I feel quote-unquote burnt out. Why is this? It's simply uncomfortable, especially with the state of my condition, but even before TSW, I did this. It's uncomfortable to show up because what if I'm not able to keep it up? Remembering to show up is the most important thing. Showing up when I can and forgiving myself for when I can't is what I put in quotes because yeah because I really do have to acknowledge the state the physical state that I'm in right now and being that I am going through TSW I I need to be more forgiving and I think that the problem is also I know that if I disappoint myself and not get an upload when I want to or whatever like there's always I just feel this sense of like punishment and shame in myself but I'm really the only person that's judging myself I don't think you guys give a flying fuck if I upload an episode on a Tuesday or two days later because I just did not feel good that day you know what I'm saying like it's it's a different story when I'm healthy and like fully at my capacity to be able to do stuff but I'm just not right now and I need to just give myself that grace and like listen to myself when it comes to not being able to do stuff so that I don't have this anxiety around work because I know when I have a good week like right now my skin is kind of in like a middle-ish week it's not super bad but it's not super good so the points where I'm feeling really uncomfortable are uncomfortable but I have my good moments and I like went out for coffee this morning with a new friend here in Charlotte. I'm like trying to dive into the the Charlotte friends scene while I'm here, which is nice. And and then after that, I recorded a podcast here and like I was able to do that today. But like a couple of days ago, I was like not into it. And this morning it was even hard to like get up and get out. But once I did, I came back home and like momentum just kept rolling, you know, and I find that once I do little tasks, I'm able to like keep going and it doesn't seem as big and intimidating as it really is so so yeah and then I also (laughs) this is candid but um definitely for the podcast I had to outsource my podcast work because it gave me a lot of anxiety for some reason to like record with guests like I always get so nervous to record with guests and there's no reason for that it's just because I want to sound intelligent and I know I sound 
semi-intelligent lol um but okay i'll just read what i said because otherwise it's not gonna make sense i said i realized that i tend to resent recording podcast episodes for the fear of not sounding perfect or sounding intelligent i find myself rescheduling because i'm quote-unquote not in the right mindset or don't have the perfect things to ask my guest or talk about but guess what in all caps I always end up having the best time recording, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And I always learn something from my guest and love the result. Self-sabotage at its finest. Because I don't think you guys understand. I mean, yes, I'm going through TSW and it sucks, but I've had this habit of rescheduling my podcast like so frequently like whenever I have guests on and it's a really bad habit and I need to get out of it and I'm pretty much out of it like it it just depends on how I'm feeling like I will usually I'm not feeling well and I have to stop but honestly the feeling of not feeling well starts like say I had the podcast recording at 5 p.m. I start not feeling well at like when I wake up because I know that I have the podcast to record at five so I'm just like starting to not feel well and not feel well and then the hours go by and I'm like I literally can't record I don't feel good and then I've just like convinced my whole body and my skin that I'm not feeling good so I end up not feeling good and then I reschedule which sucks and I just hate feeling like that because I feel like you guys just enjoy the podcast episodes for what they are but like genuinely like even recording the solo episode right now I'm like uh I gotta say the right things but at this point I'm just letting words flow out and let letting them kind of do what they're doing somewhat and and it comes across and you guys pick up whatever you guys want to pick up and I have a fun time doing this and I just need to remember the joys of sharing um sharing experiences talking to guests doing all that stuff because that's why I started the podcast in the first place and I really just wanted to like connect back with old Jada who chose to start this podcast for for reasons bigger than herself you know what I'm saying and sometimes when I have guests on I'm like oh my gosh am I asking them the right questions am I highlighting them in the way that they want to be highlighted and I just overthink the whole damn thing when it's literally not even that serious like I like to have raw and honest conversations anyway so I typically don't like to um like write down a whole script or like write down a whole crazy detailed thing I usually just write down a couple of like bullet points on like what we want to touch on and then we just go crazy from there but sometimes you just never know like how recording's gonna go and whatever and I just get like anxious I don't know because it's, it's basically live yes it's edited but like it's basically live and a lot of the stuff that I say is going to end up going in there and it needs to sound okay <laughs> you know um but yeah so that's candidly how I feel sometimes about recording podcasts I wrote that down too because I feel like me talking out like all of the on things that I'm kind of dealing with mentally right now I feel like we'll just you know humanize all of you guys too because I feel like you guys are looking at me like damn she's superwoman she's going through TSW and doing this that and the other but I'm like I still have these thoughts I still have these normal human feelings that we all feel whether if that's you know you guys feeling the same way in your own work endeavors and whatever it's it's all kind of the same thing we all we all feel similar things I also realized a lot of these notes are just kind of like my realizations um but I realized that I struggle with the guilt of succeeding I kind of knew this but I didn't really know how badly it affected me but I think Brianna like made me realize kind of why and I I believe that it is because the guilt of succeeding it's almost like 
oh now my struggle story doesn't make sense like and then also she she says how when people get into the spotlight and get into i guess i don't want to say fame but like getting a wider audience getting more eyes on you it always leaves you open and vulnerable to criticism and criticism is not something that i'm the best with that's why i don't work for anybody and i work for myself because i just can't um i, I can't i just can't do it i mean like i'll listen and it's great and all that stuff but when things are about me i just like you know i get butthurt about it but whatever <laughs> that's not the point point is uh the guilt of succeeding opens you up to more eyes and when you have more eyes on you you're just going to get criticized and i can deal with hate comments i've dealt with hate comments i've dealt with people making videos about it. like i mean i've dealt with i've dealt with it like i kind of know what it feels like but i guess now being in such a vulnerable state with tsw i'm like oh my god i can't even I can't even rack my brain around people just like tearing me down even though I feel strong like no one can really say anything that like is gonna hurt me but at the same time having multiple of those comments like that just kind of scares me you know like and so the fear of succeeding and the guilt of succeeding is also okay well now when I make x amount of dollars per month and I have everything that I can have it's like it's almost like you're not relatable anymore it's like because everyone is so focused on the struggle story but I feel like that's also what keeps me that's what keeps me back sometimes because I know that I can exceed and I know that I can make this amount of money and I know that I can do this 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 but now it's like oh do I sound like this like I mean I remember one comment a long time ago on one of my YouTube videos being like this just sounds so elitist and I was like what I was like how does that even sound elitist I tried to to candidly say how I moved to LA like as a young teen who doesn't have rich parents like I really just tried to put it out there and I was like well I mean everyone's going to not like you but that's what you have to become okay with so the guilt of succeeding and having enough money and resources I just need to remember that those are things and tools that are going to end up helping me help other people in the future so I need to be willing to be open to criticism and just hate haters because like these are just people that won't understand um that in their lifetime that's just something that they're gonna have to learn in a in a different lifetime but i need to remember that my success doesn't devalue my hard work and everything now that i have it i don't know if that makes sense but i feel like deep down i know like i, I just i just know that i struggle with the guilt of succeeding because like sometimes i land a huge brand deal and i'm like oh amazing but then i'm like also struggling the next month with money because i needed that brand deal to pay me and they haven't paid me and whatever and then I'm not able to even afford this next month or whatever. So it's like we all go through our own struggles and whatever. But I feel like sometimes I, I like to lean into my struggles a little bit more because it feels comfortable to it feels comfortable to be able to be relatable in that sense. You know, I feel like that's how I felt at the very beginning of TSW. And I'm pretty sure I said this in my TSW episode where I talked about it, but like the first three months when I was really really going badly through TSW something in me almost felt relieved because I was like damn I like don't have to do anything and it's like finally okay to like not have to do anything and like people will empathize with me and like they will feel sympathy for me because I'm able to like not have to do anything you know what I'm saying like I don't have to be at anyone's beck and call because everyone knows that like I'm, I'm resting and it's always just been, I just realized that all these statements that are even coming out of my mouth right now just stem from a place of caring so much about what others 
think of me like I mean as badass as I am and I don't care about anybody's opinions that I claim that I don't I definitely do and it's a human because you want to be validated by your peers you want to be validated by the community that's watching you so it's like you have these natural tendencies to just like fall into whatever everybody thinks of you and you just kind of go with go with whatever go with whatever because this appeals to people and I'm a people pleaser I'm not afraid to admit that I'm working on it and it's 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 still it's still got a long way to go but I do believe that now that I'm very self-aware of it I'm trying so hard to just listen to what's going on in my body listen to what's going on in my heart and the reason why I want to do things and now I feel like with all of the, the solitude and alone time that I've been having it's just easier to figure out what what I truly want out of this life and all the things that I value and I think it's been helping me realize that success isn't going to look the way that I thought it would and Brianna had also put that in the book she said be willing to accept that maybe your quote-unquote success story doesn't look the way that you once thought it might and I think that now my idea of success is changing based off of what you know the things that I really want um the desires that I really want to achieve this year and all of that stuff next thing that I'm kind of struggling with is just I'm working on my relationship of busyness I've already talked about this multiple times when it comes to just overworking and putting so many things on my to-do list on one hand putting a lot of things on my to-do list makes me happy and feel productive because I'm getting things done and especially while going through TSW I'm like wow like the day I'm feeling good and I get this 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 and this this done like I mean it feels pretty damn great but on the other hand I can't keep that up for that long so I have to learn to view to-do lists in a way that work for me and my chronic illness right now so I'm trying to work on my relationship of defaulting to be busy just to cope um I realize after days of rest I feel a lot of motivation and energy to have a quote-unquote busy work day which ends up looking like 20 tasks on my to-do list I feel exhausted soon after and head into another burnout phase well if that ain't the real shit you know yeah I I don't know I almost feel like tit for tat like oh you rested today tomorrow's a busy work day get all that shit done that you weren't supposed to do the day before but I just need to learn that like girl come on like we all deserve to just chill and especially in this condition like I I can chill you know so there's that what else did I say I said, leave the busyness and create something that I actually care about. So now I, I really question, like, if everything, the, the posts that I'm posting, all that stuff, like, is it something that I care about? Is it something that, that Marie Kondo sparks joy? <laughs> like, I, I really do question myself that, and I'm glad that I do because I feel like I'm just becoming more self-aware and instead of just, like, subconsciously creating stuff just to create stuff. This is also in my notes. I said, I am luckily not in a self-sabotage cycle. I feel genuinely in control of what's going on and realize heavily that the bad thoughts I have are ones I can't align with, especially when it stems out of a physical or mental pain I'm experiencing from this debilitating yet temporary condition. But sometimes I do find myself blindly chasing goals without a concrete reason as to why. So yeah, like I said, I do think that I my self-awareness has allowed my my subconscious mind to become more aware 
and and I love that because I I do think that I'm just not in a self-sabotage cycle right now like I do have self-sabotage tendencies like overworking and being busy for no reason and all that stuff but genuinely I I do notice those those things now and when I happen to be in that cycle of doing that I just stop like I just I just stop the self-sabotaging I acknowledge what I'm doing take a second go read a couple pages go catch some air or something like I just do something that I know will change the course of that um, intense feeling and that's the thing you're never going to be perfect like it's always there's always going to be something you know what I'm saying like but you're always I guess ultimately working towards this inner peace in yourself that you just kind of have to find after being able to trust yourself you know after being able to trust yourself with these thoughts and understanding that they're not who you are will lead you to just like accepting accepting the body for what it is i also wrote when it comes to wanting a successful acting career slash social media career i highlighted this quote your need to be validated for the work that you do is healthy and it's not always a product of you being vain all right that struck a chord in me because i feel like being in such a uh here i am industries such as <laughs> such as social media and acting it's like i mean like i i constantly feel like i'm having to ask myself are you doing this because you want to or because like you just want this that and the other that's external that you know the things that the things that just aren't as important but i i do realize that like my need for both things and like my want for both things the security of just like having enough or having enough money like through my creative endeavors and then as well as just feeling creatively fulfilled by the work that I'm creating like I deserve to have both wants and that's okay so that felt very validating this part was about people pleasing but it says uh, if you are constantly worried about what everybody thinks you are not as happy as you think you are the happier you are with something the less you need other people to be instead of wondering whether or not someone else will think you are enough stop and ask yourself is my life enough for me how do you really feel about your life when you aren't looking at it through the eyes of others? And girl, enough said about that. You get it. <laughs> you freaking get it. And overall, just learning to pause and reflect more um, in moments of uncomfortability. Like I said, a lot of this book just touches on uh, digestible ways as to how to move forward when you're in these feelings of uncomfortability because something such as trauma will bring it up something as such as anxiety of something that's about to come up uh brings brings these feelings of uncomfortability but there are ways to move forward that doesn't involve having to just numb your mind by scrolling on instagram you know what i'm saying like there are just other things that you can consciously do when you're aware that your brain is having these thoughts that can pivot your entire habit. But you as a person have to be willing to want to change these habits in order to become a higher version of yourself. Otherwise, it's just so easy to stay in comfortability. You know, like this is what you know. I'm not going to lie. I still have my moments where I just feel so comfortable doing what I'm doing already that it just doesn't feel like I want to change. And hey, if I'm in that point, that's fine. We'll change and make that habit better another day. Like that's that's why I had to do a tit for tat kind of thing when it came to this book because again, I acknowledge the condition that I'm in and a lot of things that deal with me trying to heal and get better involve me being in my comfort space. And it's okay to be in your comfort space. I I think she didn't harp on this a lot, but this is coming from Jada Jones herself, but it is okay to be in your comfort zone if if you're willing to know that 
there will be a time for growth because sometimes when you're going through traumatic ass shit and just anxiety and or whatever you are personally struggling with sometimes you need your comfort zone in order to comfort you you know what i'm saying like if i'm having a day where i just really cannot do anything either due to this condition or mentally i'm just like fried i'm going to spend a whole day playing video games and i'm going to spend a whole day eating all the food that i want to eat i don't even care that's fine i don't believe that that's self-sabotage if you're consciously choosing to do it but if you're falling into these patterns of just quote-unquote self-sabotaging unwillingly and unknowingly i feel like that's when that becomes some sort of an issue but i feel like it's okay to 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 go back to your comfort zone when you need it and a lot of times when i'm just struggling with this condition i just truly need my comfort and in whatever form that that shows up to me whether if that's binge watching tv all day i'm gonna do it <laughs> like i'm just gonna do it there's no need for growth 24 7 you know what i'm saying but there is a feeling of working towards inner peace that i would like to feel and sometimes that that requires being in my comfort zone so i hope that that also validates you guys to just like listen to whatever you want to do you know what i'm saying like if you feel like you want to eat this this and this and this because it comforts you then then do it i mean i'm not saying you should do that every day but if you need a day do it like you're gonna feel so much better just giving into whatever you need to do <laughs> and you would honestly feel yeah you would just feel much better okay this is more on like the micro shifts i know i touched on it a little bit earlier but she said if you're stuck in life it's probably because you're waiting for the big bang the breakthrough moment in which all of your fears dissolve and you're overcome with clarity the work that needs to happen happens effortlessly. Your personal transformation rips you from complacency and you wake up to an entirely new existence. Basically saying that like the big breakthrough moment isn't just going to change and uh, change your life and immediately dissolve all of your fears. It's through the micro shifts and the small tiny decisions that are nearly undetectable decisions every hour of every day until those choices are habituated and then lastly i think i want to touch on just inner peace i think that this was a big takeaway from the book that i got but um i'll read this little section the cultural obsession with chasing happiness comma shielding oneself from anything triggering and the idea that life is primarily quote-unquote good and any challenge we face is a mistake of fate are what actually weaken us mentally shielding the mind from any adversity makes us more vulnerable to anxiety panic and chaos yeah when you're constantly chasing happiness it's because you feel like you don't have it so some people are always like yeah like what's the goal of life and it's like to be happy but it's like if you're always chasing that you're never really going to be happy are you no so um focusing more on the the concept of inner peace is something that i'm going to be implementing this year because that that is the overall feeling that i want to feel and i know that those feelings come when i'm fully present in the moment of something enjoying my friend's company enjoying my family's company doing something that i love creating something that i love like those are when those feelings arise and whenever that does arise i i, I tend to like actually be in the moment and absorb that feeling now instead of just kind of being like oh this is gonna end these are the keynotes that i got from chapter five chapter five struck me because it was talking about your past and all of the things that happen in your past and how they affect you and almost just validating all of the past trauma that you've endured it says why would it ever come to you as a surprise that you keep thinking about the past you weren't given the opportunity to shine a light on that particular darkness and deem it okay you weren't given much of anything at all that really hit me because i feel like even with tsw i was so ready to like i don't know like i feel like I feel like no one really gets it and guess what you probably aren't gonna get it if you don't go through this condition you're just never going to know so sometimes 
people i this even happened in my life recently someone in my life had asked me a question about like oh like when are you doing this or something like that i'm being very vague because i don't want to call this person out because it wasn't it wasn't intentional but it just almost made me feel like damn they're already expecting me to be at my best already and i'm like i'm not even fully healed yet and it it almost makes me nervous to like start to heal even more because i feel like just more and more is going to be expected out of me when i'm still trying to heal the mental scars of this condition and whatever in this whatever this quote applies to in your life i want you to understand that like yeah society this society doesn't give us the grace to to heal from our past traumas it doesn't give us it doesn't give us really anything at all and you were allowed to feel these emotions you were allowed to validate your emotions so that you're able to move forward and whether that's crying or talking talking it out talking to someone it's very important to validate these feelings so that they don't get suppressed because when you keep suppressing emotions just like you suppress anything it's going to build pressure and it's going to blow up at some point so definitely 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 know that you are in a society that unfortunately doesn't give you the grace to just kind of you know heal and do everything that you need to do so you have to be willing to allow yourself to do that and surround yourself with the community that also will allow you to do that if that makes any sense um there are people out there and I've, i've been surrounded by so many amazing humans and so many people who understand what I'm going through and not even just what I'm going through but like understand what others are going through too and if what you need is an empathizing community to heal from from whatever you're going through I hope high key adulting is that for you I hope my dms are that for you um I haven't admitted this yet but I'm about to start a little Geneva um chat for high key adulting I actually started it like a month ago but I I haven't um made it public yet because I just want to make sure I have all the rooms that I want to have in there so that everyone can feel free to talk about whatever that they want to talk about I just really want high key adulting to be this interactive community that you feel like you come to when you need something when you need whatever it may be a recipe (laughs) boyfriend advice whatever um I just want it to be that community that you come to so that you're able to to feel secure because I know a lot of us don't have this immediate community and I keep harping on how important community is but I need to provide like I feel like I need to provide that actual sense of community so I'm so excited to start that I hope to release that soon I just want to make sure everything looks good and we're ready to go but yeah so many more notes that I wrote but honestly I I hope this wasn't too much of a jumble but that's kind of my thought I just wanted to have an episode that's just kind of real honest uh look into my brain as to what's going on i i'm so excited for the next couple of months but i think that february has already been so transformative for the five days that i've been in it because i had prepped in the last week of january just kind of how i wanted to navigate this month and i feel like i'm already just doing it in a way that feels so aligned to what's going on inside and i'm i'm so happy about it so I hope you guys are doing so well and that this year, this month is already blessing you with such great things. We are all deserving of great things and I feel like that's something that we tend to forget because we just feel like, oh, like for life, you should work really, really hard or, you know, like, I don't know, we're just told all these things that we're supposed to believe as children and when we grow up and start to actually realize that life can be easy, life can have beauty in it 24 7 like it can it can have such gracious things come out of it like when you realize that life can like flow through you and around you and with you it becomes so much more less intimidating like it becomes it becomes life can become your friend you know I mean not saying that bad things are never going to happen but 
you will then be able to process the bad things that happen to you in such a healthier way when we don't view the world as like your enemy you know but um yeah i hope this this podcast didn't sound so wishy-washy i love you guys so so much i hope you guys really do have a great rest of your week and next week i will have a lovely lovely fun guest coming on you guys are not gonna want to miss it so yeah enjoy take care and i will talk to you guys in next week's episode bye